Welcome to the new media show, where each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, UTC plus 4, Todd Cochran and Rob Greenlee take their over 30 combined years of leadership in the podcasting space to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct the current podcasting news, forecasts, trends, and predictions. Now here are your hosts, Academy of Podcasting Hall of Famers, Todd Cochran and Rob Greenlee. Rob? <laughs> With Todd and Rob. Oh, yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to the New Media Show. Welcome, Rob. How you doing? Well, I'm doing great, Todd. It's great to be back. We had a little bit of a fun jingle there. That was a, that was a little bit of fun. Thanks to a listener, uh, Lee LePuke wrote us and uh, <laughs> gave us lots of lots of feedback and shared some uh, some audio with us too. I appreciate that, Lee. That's yeah, great. we definitely appreciate. It. We have some more too. We'll hold them off to later. Cause we don't yes. want to, we don't want to jingle you to death, but we have some yes. fun ones. And some of you have had specific jingles made for your, when we talk about you. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll, we'll probably more formalizedly use these, um, <laughs> in a more organized way, um, as you look to the future, but yeah, we've got a couple of other little sound clips Todd alluded to it too. Um, making fun of a couple of, uh, significant listeners out there. <laughs> so uh, in the afternoon to everyone, welcome to the new media show yes. and, uh, Rob, Hey, you know, there's nothing going on. Nothing space, going on. Just and... pack it in. This was definitely not the right week to cut back to what's a week. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was laughing on Saturday. So oh, we could probably had a pretty good show today if we had done one, because there was enough that happened from Wednesday of last week, but Anyway, wow, Apple was, you know, here's, you know, I was uh, watching the Apple event yesterday and Tim Cook comes on and he, you know, is walking through the campus and man, he, bam, he dropped right into the Apple podcast announcement, like, boom. I, I mean, like within the first five minutes mm -hmm. and, uh, and of course emails and <laughs> meetings and everything else under the sun immediately popped up and uh yeah so here we go right. yeah well it's amazing how the opportunity of revenue will will uh, spike up the conversation a little bit on the apple side um and i think i they, think, it's I think their website crashed too <laughs> yeah i think that they're this is a move that they should have made probably a few years ago but um I guess, you know, I'm glad it's here. It's an interesting evolution of the, um, the Apple podcast area. And I think, uh, bringing in some revenue into the coffers is good for solidifying our place over there with Apple too. So as they've been building out their team, they need to justify that a little bit. And I think this is part of, you know, this rides along with that. I think we're looking more under the covers here, but on the surface, I think it's, it's good to have a spectrum of options for podcasters and that's what this represents at the cost of 30 percent of your revenue but right it, well but that's expected <laughs> from apple right so yeah. here's the interesting thing is that luminary and others that have pay models already right have basically said immediately we're we're putting all our shows on and making them available mm. you know pay per listen or subscription base or whatever they're going to be called I got a speaker turned on in the other room, Rob. So if you want to kind of yeah. exclude, I'll jump over there and turn that off real quick. 
Well, I do think as, as they should, and I think this, you know, Apple has now planted a, a flag in the ground, um, that premium podcasts is, is here and a significant, uh, entry, um, option for, um, content creators looking forward. And so I think we will see a lot of the other larger platforms follow suit with, uh, comparable programs. So I think those that want to monetize this way are going to have to replicate this process with Apple a few more times across a few more of the big big podcast uh, listening platforms. I, I think as you look to the future, um, who knows how long it's going to take for you know a Spotify to do a similar thing. They've been doing a little bit of this to some degree, I think, but uh, certainly not at the scale that Apple is doing. But I also thought thought it was interesting that uh, you know. Apple's asking those that are participating in this program to pay a 19.99 fee per country, right? And I wasn't exactly sure, and maybe you got this detail too. Was it uh, 19.99 to be available in one country, or is it 19.99 if you're in one country and available to all the countries, or is it? You know, I wasn't really clear on that. I'll find out at uh, five o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> because that's a question Apple's I have too. putting on a, on a special yeah. kind of presentation. Right? Well, we're having a, we're, yeah, they're doing the presentation and we're having a one-on-one -on -one with one of the team members too. So I, right. I think that what I would suspect it'll be 1995 per country because there's a different store for every country. Right. So I would, I don't think it's going to be 1995 globally, but it could have been 9995 because that's usually the entry point for app developers and everyone else. So, uh, 1995 to get going. And if it's only, if that's annually, that's not a big, big step for someone. But another thing that's unique is you will upload your premium content via wave or, or, or flack to, right. which is M4A to, right. to, uh, to Apple, to Apple. And then they will encode, they will host the premium content. You'll get no stats back to your hosting provider. It will be strictly on Apple's platform and you'll probably get some statistics in their dashboard, but the, you, you know, this is, and what this really does and what the, you know, what the challenge is for some of these companies that are out there right now that are going to be competing with them is. You know, all these companies have had quote unquote, and I'm going to say this because we did the study, they have quote unquote secure feeds and right. they're very, very susceptible to, you know, we, we, when we offered our private podcasting solution, we talked to customers says, here's the risk at this security level and then right. step up through authentication types. So what that really eliminates is you will be essentially guaranteed that no one is going to get access to your content that is not authorized or who is not paid. So no, right. someone's not going to be able to share an RSS feed and a username password to, to get access to this content. Well, so, Todd, they're actually using DRM, uh, right. digital rights management control of the media file, uh, which has a, a ironic history. Uh, if we think about it, Todd, this is exactly what uh, the Audible folks tried to do back in uh, 2000, I think it was 2005, 2006. 
um, was trying to wrap DRM around MP3 files back in the early days of the medium, and it uh, it it failed at that point. Well, this is a little different. No, it different is time. It's it, it's using the same technology. I thought it was interesting that it, we've come back to that. <laughs> so you know, in, in the end, yeah. um, you know, just like one of our security levels, we can encrypt right. the media on the device. You know, right. and it has to be re-authenticated. So DRM follows some of the same right. features. You know, we're working with banks and other people that have super critical information they're sharing with their employees that only their employees can get. And, and if that right. information got out to a third party, then all hell would break loose because it's SEC and all this other stuff that goes right. on. So we're not talking about that level. Uh, you know, what we're talking about is just the same type of values or same type of protection music would get. So, right. Right. but what happens next if, and here's the thing is Apple has really drew the line in the sand because every one of the other platforms are now going to have to do this. Why? Okay. Because I'm going to tell if I have premium content, I'm going to tell my audience, you got to go over to Apple to get it. You listen through the Apple podcast app, drives from Apple podcast app utilization, or maybe wherever this is going to reside. We don't know where this is going to reside yet. If it's going to be, if it's going to be on Apple podcasts, I'm assuming it's going to be. And this premium content is not available on Spotify. It's not available on Amazon music. It's not available on Pandora. It's not available here, 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 here. So it's a good play because now, and so I heard somebody screaming already, Spotify, hurry up, hurry up. And I'm kind of, I kind of laughed just a little bit, but what this does is tells hosts, because if you're going to get the premium content on Apple podcasts, you might as well listen to the regular show on Apple podcasts. So winner, winner, chicken dinner, they win by being first. Now, if Spotify catches up, then you can put the same content. Right. On you those other purpose it on, on other, not even repurpose it, use the same exact content on other platforms with other subscription well, yeah. models. Yeah. It, it, it's the same thing. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, so I think what we're going to see is the other players jump on this. Um, not unlike what, what's happening between, you know, the switch from subscription to, <clears throat> to, um, follow, right. Now subscription has its true meaning. It's a paid content. So what this really does for Luminary is puts an ax in their platform. Because now they're still going to make revenue, but Apple's going to get 30% of that cut and it's going to have to be over there. So Luminary may have to change their game because who's who's going to go over there on their app Versus, or they're going to have to sweeten the pot. They're going to have to say, okay, for for uh, six dollars a month, or for five dollars a month, you can listen to our, or twenty dollars a month, you can listen to our entire lineup, or you have to pay three bucks for each show each month on the other platform. But right. I, I think the bigger piece of this for the podcasters that are listening that they're going to have to think about is, do I do premium? Do I start a premium content channel? Right. Bonus content is what I'm hearing people talk about. Not so much that they're going to convert their existing show. 
But that comes uh, with point. that comes right. with the same type of requirements as now. What they've really done is they've cut a hole in Patreon too. So yeah. what what this really does though for a podcaster, you're really going to have to think well, long and hard about making Patreon's the one that gets impacted by this. I think in the, the most in the short run. In the short run, I think so too. Right. But the right. Pr- but the premium though, you have to have a big enough audience number one so okay you commit to doing and we've talked about this on the show this is nothing new this is in the archives and the phd of of everything in this show since so you know you can go back and we've talked about this but if you are a npr or someone like that that has big 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 audiences this makes a good this a good play um number two if you want to produce ad free content so you don't want to listen to five pre-rolls and three mid-rolls and two post-rolls, then you're going to be able to get a show maybe ad-free if you so choose not to want to listen to the ads. The third option is, as an individual podcaster, you are now going to have to determine how much money can I earn Let's let's say you it's a let's say it's and I, I'm sure it's going to be on a a monthly subscription basis. So let's say it's three bucks or four or five dollars a month. Well, Apple's doing annual and monthly. Okay, so yeah, so oh, so here's another. Okay, this is even a bigger thing. You yep. co- you commit to doing two shows a month that are going to be premium. On top of your free shows, now let's say you commit to that, you sign up, you get everything up, and someone goes in there and they pays their their three dollars or five or whatever you set for pricing per month or sixty dollars a year, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and they pay sixty bucks. You for one listener, you're now committed to twenty four episodes. Yep. You have to do it. And what if, what if you only get one, two, three, five, ten? What's, what's the value? How many, how many of those do you have to have to make it worth your time to do premium? I think that right. number for me to do a premium episode right now, if I was to start doing premium episodes, I think I would have to want to make a minimum Of at least five hundred dollars an episode. So can can my audience? So if I'm doing two episodes a month, extra premium. Mm-hmm. If I can get thirteen hundred dollars worth of subscriptions, that's a thousand dollars back to me, or yes, roughly. After Apple takes their cut, you know, it's thirty percent less to get to a thousand bucks, whatever that number is. Um, that's what I would. And if I don't get to it, you know, how do you get there? Well, you're going to have to put in time to get there and promote the crap out of it on your public show. So that's, that's a lot of three or four or $5 a month subscriptions to get to, you know, to a thousand dollars a month or thousand dollars a month in revenue to do. Now, now maybe you think it's worth it for a hundred bucks. You got to set your number. What is your time in your, what are you worth? 
Well, then that, that plays right into what we were saying earlier, Todd, is that in order to make this work, it's got to scale. It's got to scale across all the listening platforms, which is going to put pressure on all the listening platforms to, to, to deploy something. Um, the other question is, is Apple going to enable the ability to somehow listen to this content, um, in some sort of, uh, external player that you log into with Apple ID, or is there going to be some other way that they can, they can share this with the content creator or is it just going to be in their app? I would, if, if I'm Apple, it's in my app only. Right. And yeah, maybe no. available, maybe available via Apple TV, um, within their ecosystem. If you're authorized, I can tell SIRI to play music right. on Apple Music right now that I've subscribed to. I pay right. the, you know, a, whatever it is, a monthly plan for Apple Music. So. So how does this change the model for like a luminary, um, or a, a network that is publishing, you know, high quality shows mm-hmm. that, um, maybe they want to dabble around in this. I mean, how does this change thing? I mean, if you do this just for Apple, you know, your opportunity may be, Dramatic. Well, I should say dramatically well, you, less, but, but less than if it was available across all your distribution. Right. And right. Th- that's the question right now today. Right. If, if Todd and Rob decide to do a premium new media show, it's on Apple podcast right now. Yeah, that's right. it. Right. That's it. So, but well, for, because, well, the reason for that is, and it's not like there, there isn't other platforms that exist to do this. There, there certainly is the, the, the problem that's existed is getting to the content, right? You know, like, uh, Lipson has been offering private premium right, right. podcasts for years now, yep. but you have to get, you know, like your own app and well, you have to, no, not there are some limitations there. Um, that are less advantageous, you know, that getting this built into Apple puts it right in front of the vast majority of potential listeners, which is a different situation. So for, I'm getting ready to launch a private show for my contributors at Geek News Central. I'm not promising frequency. They're already paying me by PayPal. So what I will be providing them with is a two places where they can get the show on a public web app where they log in a username, password, and they can subscribe via any podcast app where they enter their username password. Now, I've, I've so decided that I know someone could share that username and password to be able to authenticate on another device and get access to that content. But yeah, it's a small enough group. I'm not really worried about that getting out. Right. right. And they are paying for the privilege to get access to that insider what i'm calling it insider they're going to get a little a little insider of more stuff than i talk about about me on the show so and it's really not going to be bonus content it's just going to be todd talking turkey mm-hmm. so i could and maybe will put that same content on apple podcast and you know put it up there mm-hmm. for a couple bucks a month 
right. who knows? Maybe someone will subscribe to it. But I think a luminary, it's a different situation. This is yeah. their business model. This is how they eat and pay the bills and say everything is premium. So for them, well, we haven't been tracking our own platform. So they immediately announced that they'll be putting all their shows on Apple Podcasts, which tells me right. they have to, to survive. So, well, I think they see a greater opportunity over there might be the, the, the other oh, way. I'm sure. At it. Of course it's right. a, hey, Rob, right. every dollar you earn, it's new revenue, new access ways to get revenue. That doesn't mean that they, that they're going to take down what they have off of their own website and no, their own no, transaction no, engine. No, no, because guess what? It only costs three, 4% to process a credit card. So if, you know, if you're doing an annual for $60 and you do, uh, you know, it's a buck 80 for, and you make $58 profit or, you know, you net $58 on that annual subscription. That's not going to be the same amount you're going to earn over at Apple. It's going to be considerably less. And, oh, and don't forget, this is all taxable income too. So, um, you just, you know, remember that. Um, so you're going to pay Apple 30% and then whatever you earn, let's say you earn a thousand dollars. If you are in the 18% tax bracket as a taxpayer, that's another $180 that you're going to have to pay uncle sugar from that earnings. And you're going to be right. leave left 800 bucks. So, or not actually, you know, if, if the, if the check from Apple comes at a thousand. Right. So, you know, no one, there, there's only one person I've ever heard that wasn't happy about making more money. And it was a doctor that was doing an advertising deal, earning $20,000 per episode. And his partners got pissed because it was being a big impact to their financial line of their thing can you imagine rob saying telling someone that worked for you that hey you need to stop your podcast because you're making too much money I, 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 i've never heard of such a thing that's that's not a common conversation no but no. you know this guy was a you know the top 10 neurosurgeon in the united states so he probably was already making and i'm sure he had right. stuff tax sheltered out and all of a sudden two hundred thousand dollars new income that maybe they couldn't tax shelter you know, these people that make a lot of money, they don't pay much taxes because they have smart accountants. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I, 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 it's it's going to be an interesting, an interesting situation to watch. The audience is being real quiet. You guys are all here. Make sure you check in and say hello on Facebook. Come on now. But I think average podcaster is going to be like, you know, okay, so. Yes, you've got private podcasting. We've had private podcasting. We never thought, from all our market studies, we never thought that this pro would be a product that an individual podcaster would use. We knew this was more of a corporate play that for corporate communications. So from our positioning, we're still good with our private podcasting solution. It's, it's our, our marketing doesn't change. Because we never really went after premium bonus content. Yeah, there was, we know there we'd right. get some of that. Right. But I mean, just it's a little different. Premium's a little bit different than private podcasting, but well, it's, only, it, it's just missing the transaction. The, well, thing. premium, premium you get paid for. 
Okay. Right. Right. And you've set up some sort of transactional thing to make that happen. Private is the company is paying just, you know, they're paying their bill and they're doing private podcasts. Yeah. It's it's locked down. Yeah. It's it's locked down distribution. And the same thing with premium, it's locked down distribution. The only added component is, and we didn't add a monetization component. If you, you know, you collect your own money the way you want PayPal, square, Stripe, whatever it may be. And there's enough integration with Stripe out there that a podcaster with a just a minimum amount of skills can set up a Stripe account and collect money. PayPal, heck, we, we've got a PayPal link on New Media Show. Go ahead and hit it right now. Well, and there's a lot more people collecting money uh, from, from Stripe that are involved in audio right now because that's the platform that uh, Clubhouse is using. <laughs> so, so for tips and tips, tips yeah, Stripe is tips. easy. You know, it's a, tips into my, uh, my clubhouse. If you have a WordPress account. site, there's a plugin yeah. for Stripe to integrate financial transactions, right. but same thing with PayPal. So right. if you know, there is, you don't have to put your content on Apple and there's probably only two reasons that you wouldn't do that. One, maybe you want a closer connection with the person that is subscribed to you because you're not going to get that user information. You're not going to know that John Smith or Jane Smith from Tulsa, yeah. Oklahoma is subscribed to your premium, yeah. premium Apple, episode. Apple's not sharing that then, data. No, you're not going to know who. So you're going to have to d- figure that out yourself by doing some sort of, you know, funnel. And number two, um, you're giving them 30% for the first, I think 30% the first year, 15% the second year. Right. So, but you know, I think the way that works is everyone that signs up the first year, you get 30%. Everyone that signs up the second year, I think it's, I don't think that percentages change that it drops to 15, but you know, we'll have to ask the Apple people that how that works. Does it all revert to 15% or does that first year subscriber stay at 30? You know, it kind of makes yeah. sense if it did, but who knows? Yeah, and also got the impression that the, the guest and host data uh now has has more public access now as far as being able to input uh, that in i thought no someone took a picture because it was in the someone did a screen cap of the apple presentation mm-hmm. i guess we'll find out more tomorrow and but. my guess is that's a no because i think that's still invite only now i i've got privy to some other information by another company that i can't share on the show and if that company has made that partnership work, maybe the the authentication of guests will be opened up. But I don't know if that's happened or not. Yeah. Well, Todd, it seems like everybody's getting into the audio space now. Oh, aren't they? and and by the way, I did have a interesting phone call with uh a certain group that you've talked to already. Matter of fact, uh, I know that you've talked to them and you know the now that I've talked to them. <laughs> There's always a steady flow of that. There is going on. Right. So, uh, um, all, all sorts of stuff going on. So I, I, I especially I, like you the being... new, uh, new ranking charts that, uh, the Spotify put out. I, I just wanted to mention that. I thought it was interesting. Oh, so you, but anyway, I haven't even looked at them. What, what's interesting about the, the chart. Well, they they 
they're, you know, it's, it's the effort to try and, you know, show, you know, and highlight rankings on this supposedly <laughs> platform that's as big as Apple's now. Right. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> and then, um, and then things, things have been moving in, uh, Spain too. I don't know if we mentioned this, uh, it's basically about the e-box platform in, uh, in Barcelona. Um, I don't know if that's where they're based. I think they're based there, but, um, they've, they built an ad marketplace. So, you know, one of the laggards of what's been going on in advertising is that the outside the U S market has been pretty slow to develop. Um, so, you know, it's good to see some movement around some ad marketplaces outside of the U S um, around podcasting. And then of course we have to talk about to some degree anyway, and I think it's still coming out. Um, Facebook seems like, they mm-hmm. might want to get into podcasting. Well, somehow. it looks like they're doing it via Spotify, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's so, the easiest path, right? That's just, the easiest path. Does that mean Facebook is getting ready to buy Spotify? Hmm. That's mm. an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Because when they do those types of tight integrations, that's usually a sign that, hey, we like each other. Let's do some integrations and see how we work together. Then, boom. <laughs> yeah, and then bite. <laughs> then they get the bought. mouth opens up, you know, swallows. Yes. So yes. I, I would not. <laughs> I, I would think not. we saw that ha- happens some degree with Anchor between Anchor and Spotify in the early days too. Remember? So, yeah. So I don't know if I want to be. Ooh, I don't know if I'd want to be part of that ride to get swallowed by Facebook. You know that right. that's definitely an interesting piece. But hey, hey, Rob. I don't like, we'll say it for the one trillionth time on the show. I don't care where they listen as long as they listen. And if I can listen to a podcast in the background while I'm listening, while I'm surfing Facebook and getting fed all kinds of stuff that's not good for my brain, um, maybe, maybe it's good. I mean, what's interesting is that each of these platforms is going to come at the market a little bit different, right? Um, so and it's bringing a lot of, to some degree, it's bringing some, some innovation, you know, we're Todd, you and I are getting pushed to the limit on trying to keep up with everything that's going on in this space because there's, you know, these big companies come in and they throw a lot of resources at stuff and it gets complicated fast. They say, well, we're going to launch this date. And I'm like, great. I can put you on the schedule to get you uh, let's say September. <laughs> I'll slot you into my roadmap, <laughs> you know, like, and I told one company, yeah. I, we have now got a five page document right. that we give any company. In matter of fact, if you're listening and you're thinking about entering the podcasting space and you want to learn how to integrate and scale up quickly, drop me an email and I will send this document to you that tells you best practices about integrating and and being coming a, essentially a directory and you're, right. maybe, maybe it's app or whatever. And I'm going to just be fair forefront. Any of you that are listening, if you hear of anyone that is saying they are going to start integrating to podcasting through API. And I find out that you thought that was a great idea. I'm going to punch you in the face. It, <laughs> it needs to be, it needs to be where 
if you're going to launch in a podcasting space, you have a page right. like Apple. Right. Because we get into these situations where adoption is slowed down, growth is slowed down, your platform is going to get slowed down because you want us to send all this data via API. You present the terms of service. You take the podcaster's information. You make them a dashboard where they can go and get cool information from you. Now, if you want to make something available back to us, fantastic. Let's do that. Yeah. But boy, oh boy. Oh, we're going to do an API. No, please, please go back to your team and beg them not to do an API. Because I tell them, I said, in six months, you're going to be building a, a portal. Right. I've gotten this off topic here, but, huh. Well, I think most of the, the newer platforms that are, have come into the space have taken that thought process. Well, most of them. More I think about it. More I think about it. Yeah. Not everyone's done. Well, not everyone. Right. But I'm just saying a lot of the big platforms yeah. that have come into the space have been have had that and you know, it, it comes from talking with <laughs> folks like you and I, that's right. <laughs> and Rob Walsh. That's and, right. Because know, we all tell them other people out there. Cause, right? cause yeah. I, I, I got to Now yeah. I have to assign a dev. We have to have meetings, right? We have to have integration discussions. We have to share tokens. We have to get user, all kinds of crazy stuff has to happen. Legal. Yep. Just give me a link. Give me a URL. I'll pass you their RSS feed in the, in the link. That's easy. Just give us a link to give right. the podcasters. Cause I told him, I said, oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. This is what's going to happen. If you don't put up a public website, you're going to get talked to. Don't eat me, James Cridland. <laughs> you're going to get, you're going to get talked about and reported by. Don't eat me, James Cridland. <laughs> He's going to, and, and this guy's going to have something to say about it. Too. Don't eat me, James Cridland. Don't and eat this me, guy. Tom Webster. Don't eat me, Tom Webster. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to say, how come this is only available via one or two platforms? Right. right. That's it, true. We're not worried. You know, some of this, I think is partly, you guys don't do this. But there is one podcast hosting company says, oh, we get you here, 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 here. And they make it like it's a big secret. Like, I can get you on Amazon. I can get you on yeah. Apple. Right. I can get you on Spotify. We can do that. And then I have a conversation with them. I said, RSS feeds are created equal. You can right. be on all those platforms. Doesn't matter if you host with Blueberry, Libsyn, Podbean, Square, right. you know, whoever. There's nothing special. <laughs> There's nothing it, right. special. But, but, but. We make it sound like it's so special it's in our marketing speak. Thing. <laughs> Speaking of um, interviews, yes, I'm scheduled to do an interview sometime maybe this week or or, or I haven't seen the meeting invite come back yet. Um, they want to talk to me about the history of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, that that kind of stuff comes up regularly. So. I get to share my version. <laughs> yeah, your version. It is the version, Todd. It isn't yeah. your version. Right? It's true. Yeah. 
it's yeah. the origin, but that that has been up for debate lately, hasn't it? Yeah. What version? Will the real version please step up? Don't eat yeah. me, James Cridland. <laughs> There's going to be so many situations where we can use those buttons. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. But, we're having too much fun with it. People are going to be complaining about these clips. Stop. I could, I could see the in in James's uh, newsletter tomorrow. It's it's the headline. Don't eat me, James Cridlin. <laughs> so I think what we really, um, you know, I'm I'm very proud of Apple for stepping up. Yeah. It's it's no, I think it's it's, it's been over. something that they they needed to do for a while. It's overdue. I, I, yeah. It's overdue. So I think it's good. It's good <laughs> and I it it does seem like that they're doing it in a in a in a pretty good way. I mean, I have to say. Yeah. Um you know, they're looking out for their interests at the same time they're respecting the podcasters. Yeah. Interest as, as well, even though we have seen ever since this announcement, uh, a certain amount of podcasts have been disappearing from the catalog over there. Uh, actually, I believe this show disappeared earlier today. So, what? Yeah. And, and hope, hope, hopefully it'll come back here. Hold on soon. here. How did that happen? Uh, I guess podcasts have been randomly dropping out, just disappearing. Um, um, we've been hearing r- reports about it, uh, for, for a, for a few hours today. Oh so, yeah. This show is not on right now. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. Yep. So let me go look at another one. Yeah. So they're, my show they're is likely, the Heat New Central still up. Hmm. They're likely having some database problems. Um, maybe that's why they stopped getting submissions while they were moving things over. But, it's weird because new media show and geek. Oh no. Geek news. See, I've got an account. I've got to contact their support. Apple. Can you help me? Geeknewscentral.com <laughs> is not underneath my Apple ID. I know one of you guys are listening. Can, uh, can you yeah. help me with Ted. that? Ted, Ted, Ted. Yeah, Ted, can you help me? Because <laughs> the, this, you know, it's under, we have a channel. Um, tech podcast has a channel. The show's under the channel. Still, we've got shows in that channel that the owners are still attached to those shows, but I can't even log into Apple Podcast and see this show's the Geek News Central. I can see New Media Show. I can't see Geek News Central show on that platform because I my podcast was submitted over there before there was such a thing as a Apple ID. Wow, you just did it with an email or something, and who knows? But it's it's often never never land somewhere. Yeah. So I had logged in yesterday, so I'm wondering if uh, my sh- because this show is underneath th- that login that something in that transition, but I didn't touch any of the settings for the show. Some people had touched their settings, I didn't. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Okay. Well. I'm sure they're going to get that fixed because people are probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just a temporary disruption. I I would imagine. But I guess uh, 
Facebook is going to come out with a podcast player, I guess, that's going to integrate into Facebook somehow. Yep. I, I don't think that we have an idea of exactly how this is going to work, but I can, I can certainly envision something that could be done there that would be, you know, could be a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that some folks out there, um, you know, in the tech journalism space have been speculating on this, you know adding another kind of content area to, to the Facebook platform. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we have photos and podcasts and yeah. that kind of, that kind of thing. So makes sense. So, I, so I don't know how you would submit to them or are they just going to pull it directly out of Spotify. I I'm assuming probably directly out of yeah, Spotify. I'm sure. Sadly. Yeah. yeah. And then how's that going to get measured? Is that going to feed through so that we'll still get those stats or, you know, that's, those are questions that I'm going to have. Right. Are they going to be caching the content on their end? Right. Cause I guarantee the first thing I'm going to do as soon as I determine that they have put this together, I'm going to be hitting the play button on this show about 50 times and then going pulling log data and looking for it. I'm trying to track it back. Yeah. And see where it went. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You know, yeah. Will it pull through the, the Spotify servers to us or will it go directly to us? I, I think is, is an interesting question there because if it pulls through Spotify servers, um, then Spotify can get that metrics, Mm -hmm. right? But if it pulls directly on URLs to us, then they probably wouldn't be able to get that. Right. I see all kinds of people are putting out newsletters. Dan J. Lewis just dropped one in my inbox. Said, Yesterday, Apple shared an online presentation, unveiled several new products in the announcement. That took only a couple of minutes. Apple's making big moves, blah, blah, blah. First, don't panic. You mean those things are looking very strange in Apple Podcasts. My own podcast is actually missing. Well, yours and tens of thousands of others, I guess. So is. I got Mike on here and are you guys getting tickets, Mike, on people freaking out that their stuff is missing off Apple podcasts or people don't even know. Here's the thing to look at, Rob. Let me get the, let me get the app opened up and let me see. Oh, still there. My show is still on because you know what happens in Apple podcasts. You subscribe. When you subscribe, you subscribe to your own feed. So. If it, your subscribers are not, oh, wait a minute, library. Yep. Let me click on that. Yep. Let me go back and find new media show. Click on that. Yep. It's there. Audio show. Click play. Yep. So you can still get it via the podcast app, Rob. Which show? Our show. This show? Via, via the, if you are subscribed to new media show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause that's part of your library. It's, yeah. It's just the directory that's down. It's the directory that's down. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yep. So, so Facebook is going to add a live, live audio platform too. Todd. Well, I think we kind of knew that already, but them and 20 other people. It's called live audio rooms. It's going to be available, I guess, as part of Facebook groups. Pages. So, what's that? I heard it's part of pages. Hmm, okay. So, 
there is a difference between a page and a group. So the question is, is it going to be tied to pages or is it going to, because we have a page. New Media well, Show the, has a page. The resource that I'm seeing is saying that it's going to be available for Facebook groups and to public figures with live audio creators will be able to turn a live conversation into a podcast for everyone to listen to later, which oh. sounds like there's going to be some sort of recording capability and, in here. And, so when you do it live, oh. it records it, not unlike what we do with this show on uh-huh. Facebook, right? Yep. We do it live and then it's on replay. So that's interesting development. Yep. Because we already put this show out as a podcast. Now the question is, is that going to be audio or audio and video? Uh, I guess it's, yeah. Yeah. I guess dares. you would need to connect to both, I guess, somehow. If, if you were going to do it. Um, and then also it's, it's, it's the metrics of it. Now, granted, we don't really have audio distribution on Facebook currently. So this would be additive on the audio side, but the question is, would we get back any listener metrics on that? Or is that going to be in a separate dashboard that Facebook doesn't connect with any? Well, they don't connect with anybody. So the answer to that already is no. Right. And that wouldn't be connected with any publishing that occurs on our platform. And if they make our platforms, so, you know, you thought the anchor thing was bad. You start allowing people to create audio content in Facebook and then submit that to Apple podcasts and have that available as a series. Well, if, if that happens, there's nobody saying that's going to happen, but they are using the term podcast. Which, well, okay. But I don't know that there's any history of Facebook uh, basically allowing people to upload or create content yeah. in their platform and making it available outside of their platform. Well, they so. just introduced something. They're in a lot of pressure. So they just introduced something last week, or maybe it was even Tuesday. And I'm still trying to find out the details on that. Supposedly, you can post to your WordPress site and, oh, I got to go over to my website and look for this. Um, they've decided to allow, okay, let me go over here and look. Let me just do a quick search for Facebook. Uh, 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 Okay, Facebook now lets you transfer post. So you're going to be able to transfer post to Google Docs and, oh, WordPress.com. So if you have a WordPress.com, not a self-hosted, well, maybe they don't know, but they're going to let you transfer post to Google Docs and WordPress. So if you wrote something prolific on Facebook, instead of cut and pasting, you'll be able to send that to Google Docs or a WordPress.com blog. So that's part of their Facebook data transfer tool. Okay. So you could write something on Facebook and be able to publish it out to WordPress. Right. Is that the idea? Yeah. Post a Google Docs, uh, Blogger, and WordPress.com. Now, here's a challenge with uh, that. If they use a standard API call from that, that WordPress allows you to post from an external system, that thing's fraught with security concerns. I've got mm-hmm. that turned off. Matter of fact, I took that module out of my website. 
um, just because someone could just raise, they could delete, they could write, they can, oh, they could do havoc um, through that interface. So, right. But part of this is them trying to get to have legislation and regulations that might might require data access. So they're, you know, they're trying to get ahead of that. But yeah, just imagine if Facebook allowed you to record a podcast on Facebook or a social social group and then publish that as part of a regular series with an RSS feed. That would pretty that would be pretty impactful, I think. That actually we think would be good for all of us. Because, well, because people would grow up and want their shows other places too. So, right, right. The question is, would they enable? Well, is that going to drive more live productions? I'm sure yeah. it would. Yeah, you know, here's the the big challenge with all of this that's going on is that you're going to have to pick the platform where your audience is at. Yeah. The, the podcasting space is, uh, is getting more complex. <laughs> Just put it to you that way. It's, it's, it's not getting easier to explain to people. Um, so in some ways I think Todd from this is we are going to see more podcasters yeah. start in a more limited form. So there's going to be stair steps that people move through right um maybe probably more so than than ever yeah because there's just so many choices the proliferation of choices on how to create how to publish whether you're live whether you're pre-recorded whether you're premium you know it, you know bonus contents all this stuff it just creates just a, a rat's nest of a- adam curry look what choices. you have done look what you have done right. it's all adam's fault Oh, this. this is nobody's no, it's, fault. This is fantastic. It's all good. It's all, I mean, he, he started something is what mm-hmm. he did. And this is, this is, it's, it's grown up. I, you know, Todd, I don't know that we really had any clue <laughs> that we were going to come out of the pandemic, um, with a completely different landscape for audio. It's than not, what's compl- happened it's here. not completely different. It's just grown. Well, it's, the, the, the landscape of it has just exponentially, I mean, changed and developed and consolidated. And I mean, it's the fundamentals of podcasting really haven't changed that much, but the, but the industry and the, the participation and the platforms that are involved is, you know, that's, what's the really eight, the eight, just been amazing. I've always said the 800 pound gorillas were coming and they are here. Yeah. So, but I, you know, I think what you also have is people are very suspicious of Facebook right now. Um, Same with Twitter. They're doing some things right. Even right now that people are like, you're kidding me. Right. Um, They're still shadow banning people. They are, they say they don't do it. It's, it's absolutely true. They do. They're taking down content that they're making a judgment call on. And it's not just pandemic stuff. Well, um, I think they're, they're doing subtle tactics to punish their users that are doing things that they don't like. Yeah. I, seen, I think that's a, a right. Some examples of that too. You know, 
you you look at um what's happened recently with Veritas, like them or not, they do those undercover videos. And they recently did an undercover video where they caught the CNN guy talking about how some bigwig at CNN talking about how they had this agenda. Admitting, openly admitting uh, on, an, and well, he was under a hidden camera. And they posted it. And it was damning, very, very damning. And Twitter and Facebook, well, Twitter removed the guy's account. Facebook has already banned them. So what you have then, and again, this is, that's a conservative group. So we'll just put it in that little pile. Right. But you have liberal groups that are doing stuff too. It's equally crazy and what they're doing here. So I continue to say podcasting is the last bastion of free speech and the last bastion of being able to take and keep control. We have to keep hitting this home. You may never, ever have a problem on Facebook. You might be good forever. You might never say nothing that trips a community guideline sensor, but the second you do, you're gone. And you have no recourse to get back online. So distribution is good. It continues to be fantastic that we're going to be out in these other places. But you might have to stop, start self-censoring yourself on topics you talk about if you want to be on certain platforms. We're seeing that on the master of the takedown right now is Spotify. Oh, yeah. Oh, and not just music. Yeah. You, you, they're taking a lot of content down. So. Yeah. <laughs> what can you say about that? Apple takes a lot of stuff down, too. But it's I not don't, for you don't, the same, same reasons quite as much, right? I have never, ever gotten an announcement from Apple of content being taken down. Maybe they don't inform us. Maybe they just take content just down. take it down. Right. Yep. So, but again, I, I think, again, don't get me wrong. Todd being all conspiracy theorist. Anywhere we can get our content is good for all of us. We're on Facebook Live right now. I'm surprised they haven't shuttered us. A little us. bit of a cautionary tale here that we need to to talk about too, which is as these big social platforms get into the space more and more and try and I hate to see use this term, but siphon off the content. Right? Yeah. The content creators are moving over to their platform because they're seeing a momentum happening momentum. over here around free speech that uh, they get more and more control over this medium, um, which is going to be hard for them to control this medium. Well, Even at the scale that Facebook's at, they can't control. RSS is under attack again? Yeah. By the, I mean, it by is, the, by the CEO but, of Anchor. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that quote. I saw that quote. Yeah. It's, it, it's yeah. Oh, we're, it's we're real happy with it, but right. there's always a but. Michael's comment about um, how RSS is too limiting. Uh, I, I think that's been Adam Curry's argument too. Right. right? But, but so why doesn't Michael go start in, in bring the, the power of anchor to 
that initiative that Adam Curry and that team are doing. You know, because I'm not entirely sure that that, uh, he and Adam are really talking about the same thing. (laughs) Well, of course, because what, what, what kind of expansion do they want? Because that's the thing that's in between the lines. Okay. RSS is not powerful enough. All right. What exactly? Give me the five things. You're going to make a comment like that. Then give me five things. Put the five top things you want added to RSS and put it on the table. Put it on the table. Don't talk around it. If I want something, Rob, if you want something, you and I talk. I was big. I wanted the ability to have an RSS tag for transcripts. Wanted it. Got it. Along with a lot of other people. Wanted a three or three other tags who talked about it. I wanted it, pushed it forward, got it. Um, and a lot of the people agreed. It wasn't just me. Right. Some other people were saying the same thing. So if you want something added to RSS, then put your money where your mouth is and say what you want. Quit talking. Yeah, he didn't say that. Oh, no. he, it, I mean, he didn't say anything about extending RSS. Well, he says he, not powerful enough. So what is missing? Right. right. Control is what's what missing. The answer was control. Well, the answer was. Right. Control is what's missing. So Todd, another thing <laughs> to think about too, in all this is, you know, as the perception of Spotify and Apple become, um, co the co power brokers in the medium, right. Um, you know, we may come to a point where Spotify starts throwing its weight around, uh, around these things as much as Apple has to some degree in the past, right? Well, uh, where they, they start dictating what those tags are and what, you know, that may be what, we, what we are getting set up for here. The sleeping giant, which all of, well, Apple won't shudder from Google, right. but Google can have an equally, they are making, at least on our platform, they're number two, you know, so, so is this going to be the new area of battle between the platforms? I don't think Google because, wants to battle. I think Google just wants to make podcasts available. Google so far. What's well, not a market share game. I'm taking a deep breath here. Google knows they can win. <laughs> they know they can win this game. But they're being a good steward so far. And they're helping podcasters. They're helping the space. They're helping the space more by volumes than anyone else is. From an accessibility standpoint, discovery standpoint, all of that. Well, Todd, if you think about it, um, I believe Apple is building their own search engine. So... Uh, uh, well, okay, cool. Yeah. So you think about that part of it. Apple is separating themselves from Google. Any kind of integration Cause there. Because I think Apple probably pays Google. Right. To have some, access to their search engine on their devices. Apple yeah. needs to fix SIRI. Maybe that's the licensing they need to go out is replace SIRI with, with Google. Because that thing sucks. Well, having two phones, 
sorry, Android wins. <laughs> well, in a lot of ways, Android already has won, Todd. So let's let's yeah. call a spade a spade here. Um, well, you know, a lot of people will argue that, um, but especially Apple will. But <laughs> the, argue against that, right? 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 So, but I right. ultimately, though, as podcasters, we want these folks to keep promoting podcasts. Well, <laughs> and we want. We want to get access to that 80% of device owners out there. That's that we, right. I'm not sure. I mean, I haven't seen the latest numbers and I, I don't think it's maybe even possible anymore to get the latest breakdown of, um, consumption on Android versus iOS now, I'm whether sure we've, can. well, see the problem is Todd, we don't have access to aggregated industry numbers. Okay. So there is a com so, company called counterpoint search, right? And, um, yeah, surveys and stuff, but well, no, they, they data. have, uh, data, they have market, uh, market share data. And let's see here. Can I find this? Oh, this is 2018, 2020. This is old. No, no. I'm talking about podcast consumption. Oh, 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 oh. Podcast on, consumption. On, on, on the devices. Yeah. I know that oh, I, we have the OS breakdowns. But the podcast consumption uh, across the whole industry, we don't know. I mean, I think each one of us have done presentations where we present our numbers. And I think for many years, when we do that, I think the, the industry says, well, that's what the number is, right? For the industry, because we're big players in the industry. But I think more recently, it's been shown that uh, – there's big discrepancies now between hosting platforms on yeah. the distribution and it's not bad. It's just the, the nature of it. And we've been reached out to by an individual said that they were willing to do the, the collective data crunching and would sign NDAs, but, um, really? So there is a group out there, not a group, an individual, just, just an individual, just an individual. But I think that it's, I and you would like, well, mm, challenges there is there's, you have to have no conflicts. Right. It's got to so, be a separate entity. Yeah. You can't, you can't have any relationship with any other hosting platform, whether it be through consulting, affiliation, affiliate programs, all that stuff. It's just, you can't. Right. So, you, you know, the and it, it has to be an entity, has probably has to be a company. Right. That is locked down by legal documents all around it. Yeah. Right. That doesn't, doesn't allow any information out that isn't controlled by the people that are submitting their data to it. Yeah. Right. There's a limit on what's shared in exchange for access to the data. Yeah. So, um, that needs to happen. I mean, I'm still pushing Todd. I still want to see an industry association of some sort that can help facilitate some of this stuff. And the, I was hoping the podcast Academy could serve that role and maybe it still will. I don't know. I think it's, it's still a little bit up in the air wh whether or not that organization will e e extend itself into a broader. Well, 
the, uh, the scope. The podcast academy can't do the measurement. No, I'm not saying that either. I'm just speaking more broadly mm. about there's issues now starting to come up more and more where there's advocacy issues, there's legal issues, there's um, bringing together data to further the industry's interests, not unlike what the NAB does for right. radio and television. Yep. So, you know, there is a need for this. And for some reason, we just can't get it together to get it done. So, you know, I'm, I'm still pushing on it in the various resources that I have um, to push for something to be formed. But it's, it's going to take somebody like you or me right. or some other well, of the other I'm hundred, pushing. other hundred. No, no, it's, this is what's going to ha- It's going to take. It's going to take one of the hundred or so plus so-called leaders in the podcasting space. Someone's going to have to step away from whatever position they hold, form an organization and build it. That's right. the only way this is going to work. Yeah. It's going right. to take someone. Preferably it would be somebody that doesn't, that is not in a role like you and I have. Well, and say they would have to, in or, okay, I would have to resign and step away from the business and go right. start up a new company. But I, I still, do. I still have, I would still have a conflict because I hold stock. So right. I'm, I'm still a stockholder. So there's, there's still a conflict there. So, so I have somebody in mind for this, but it's just convincing them. Oh, I know who, it. I know who you're thinking about. <laughs> I think, uh, and, I think he has enough on his plate already. He does, and that's that's part of the issue, right? Because so, this is a full time. This is you know, and plus they need a lot of money. This is not a cheap. You're going to have to have four or five people at least, right? And it's yeah. at, at normal salaries and benefits, and so will the podcasting space step up to the tune of a half a million or three quarters of a million dollars a year to get this thing up and running, and then. Then, I think it can be done. I think it can be done. Well, I, I think mean, it can too, but it's I mean, not going to be. We did it with the podcast academy. So it's it's I not going to be. Why we couldn't do it with a. It's going to can't be a. a it's going to have to be a for profit because if you want someone to invest, I I don't know. I think that. How did the NAB start? I don't know. That's See, a you good have to go back and look at ask. the history, and figure out you know. Someone had a vision that says there needs to be a national association of broadcasters. I, I, I'm going to form it. I'm, why did I do the podcast awards? Well, someone's got to do the podcast awards. That's why I started the podcast awards. Right. Right. And, and the headaches that go along with it and the financial challenges that go along with it. So uh, I think it has to be a for-profit. IEB is a for-profit company. It's not a nonprofit. Most people don't know that. Right. It can certainly be set up that way. Right. Right. So, and it's certainly easier <laughs> to set it up that way. Right. It's definitely easier. But then again, you have to have enough anonymity, you have to have enough authority, one, and enough anonymity. That's not even, is that the even word? I tell you who would be a good position for this. Here's who needs to be, who, okay, he's going to say, I'll never do this. Okay, 
He'll never do this because of what he does now. But don't eat me, Tom Webster. I think you <laughs> should be the person to, he'd be the perfect person to start a podcast association. Boy, you... he's, he's trusted in the space. There's nobody that you... doesn't trust Tom. Right. That's true. Don't eat me, Tom Webster. <laughs> like I said, that is going to be so useful. So, <laughs> but Tom's got a job. Yeah. You know, yeah, a good one. Yeah, That's good one. And he's, he loves doing what he does. Right. Why would he want to have to start herding cats? Right. I think he would be good at it. I actually. think he'd be great. Tom, you're being recruited. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he would be abs if, if I was to vote across the space, he's at the top of my list on who would be good to start a podcaster association. I can think of another guy, but yeah, I, I can too. There. But right. again, if we're thinking about the same person, um, I, I don't. In a I better don't, place uh, right, right now. Right now, maybe. But I don't. You know. Yeah. So Dan, are you ready to step up? Oh jeez. <laughs> I don't have a jingle for you. No, but I think we should get one. <laughs> We're talking about Dan Franks. Yeah, he'd be another wow. good one. But again, Dan's running up. A convention he's running a show he, does he want why would he they've got a great business why would he do you know why would tom do this but it would take a, a you know well, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be doesn't what do you say doesn't have to be solely on their shoulders it just it can be inside of their organization I, I don't, I don't think Tom's, so. I don't, I don't think it could be inside of either of those organizations. It would have to be new organizations because there's commercial conflicts until you, you've well, got sponsors. Yeah, yeah. I guess it depends on which part we're talking about here. If we're just talking about an association. Right. But if we're talking about this data aggregation. Oh, play. Well, Tom, that's probably a, Tom, Tom might be the actual top mate. Hey, you guys want to do that, Tom? You guys want to do data aggregation? Get real number. I know you guys do survey data, but would you like? Well, isn't Podchaser trying to do some of that? Uh, I don't think so, but we'll have to ask the Podchaser folks. But they're yeah. doing attribution and host and this kind of stuff. So it can't be a measurement company, you know, because then we get all insights into every, well, we have pretty much insights to anybody everyone else already to a certain extent. At least we do. Yeah. But yeah. it's not the same stuff. Right. I can't I, I can't tell you what breakdown um Podbean has between Apple Podcasts, but here's a question. Does anybody care really about that? It's it's us that wants to know that. That's our curiosity that wants to know. Well, it just seems at some point it's going to seem silly that we don't have it. Right. That's true too. Every, every other medium has that 
kind of data. Well, well, just the fact that we don't have it doesn't, you know, it doesn't bode well for us. Yeah, we (laughs) we joked about this before, but the radio stuff is really accurate, Ron. Yeah. Well, you know, I I heard a quote from uh, the CEO of or the Beasley CEO saying that radio is just fine, Todd. (laughs) For now, radio is just doing great. If I owned, are, are they still in the radio business? Beasley? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, if I was in the radio business, I'd be saying the same thing. And no one else would be able to tell me otherwise. Are yeah. we, if, if podcasting takes a decline, are we going to say here, the sky is falling? No, we're going to say podcasting's fine. We're still growing. It's steady. Better than ever. We're yeah. good. Things are, I think that there has been some <laughs> people that have said that, is this social audio thing a threat to podcasting? A segment of people are going to go and chase. It's if you went fishing, you go fishing, you, you go with a lure box, right? Well, my comeback with it is that it's like saying that, that live is going to somehow overtake on demand yeah. in the digital world. No way. Right. So you go fishing, <laughs> you go fishing and you use a lure and you, 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 you troll that thing 25 times. You get no bites. So that lure sucks. Let me put right. a new lure. Let me put a new shiny lure on here and see if we get a hit. And this is what this really is, is, you know, pe- and some like, oh, there's a shiny object. Let's go chase it. And they chase it. And we see, we have seen who usually is the people we had this happen in podcasting all the entrepreneurs and all these people that could get rich and make money schemes and had the master plans on how to build business. They saw podcasting not so many years ago as that shiny object. And we had this huge influx of those people that came in and guess where they're at now. They're gone. (laughs) They're all over in clubhouse. They're all over clubhouse. (laughs) (laughs) So social audio, as Mike says in the chat is its own thing and will remain its own thing. So we'll see. Right. I, I don't know about the crossover between these two things. You know, I, I know it keeps coming up, you know, Facebook keeps saying, you know, social audio and podcasting and all this stuff. And these worlds are colliding. I think people see the word audio and they immediately blend everything together as the same thing. I I just, you know, for the average podcaster, they barely have enough time to do their episode, get it edited, get everything put out and still live life. Right. Because I mean, you got Twitter spaces, you got Discord, you got Reddit now is talking about it. You got ninety five yeah. You got ninety five percent of the podcasters are doing this out of their closet. Right. So then, they can only Yeah, they're gonna look over there for a little while. That's the same thing with Clubhouse. What's gonna happen to Clubhouse? You know, I I hear peop people say that it's it's doomed be just because of the onslaught of all these bigger companies. Um, I I don't think it's doomed. I think they've got a probably pretty good future over there, but I don't have time. They've got some level of first mover advantage over there. Yeah. But you know, and and a lot of loyal users to some degree. Um, I I guess time will tell. I mean, next month is um, Android app month for clubhouse. I'm expecting that. That'd be interesting change change the dynamics over there and then they just launched ticketing and uh and tip tip jar functionality 
So I'm getting paid right. over there on Stripe to, to participate in sessions over there. You're getting paid? Yeah, I get tips from people. Oh, where at? my participation. We're at on Clubhouse? Yeah. Oh, Rob, she looks like you're, that's way to go. That's going to be your, have you, okay, I have to bust Well, it. I haven't paid off any cars yet. Tom, All right. So ha but have you, that way. have you put your resume in over at Clubhouse yet? Uh, you my know, resume? <laughs> no, I'm not putting my resume in over at Clubhouse. <laughs> You've worked for everybody else. So I figured. I, I, I might as well. <laughs> And then, um, Lori's listening to the show and tell me, right. be quiet. I don't think she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, she should. She's, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's, um, it's a changing, changing world we're in Todd and spring is coming. Yes, it is. Podcast movement's coming. Dan did tell me, I talked to him recently that he's, he's willing to come on the show. Oh, good. It's, here, so maybe next Wednesday we can have Mr. Danny Boy on. All right, uh, talking about what he's planning and what he sees coming. The the comments that I heard from him, just to give a little teaser here, is that people are signing up. Beautiful uh, to go. Uh, sponsors are lining up. Uh, things are starting to come together for the event. So he's got just as much speaker submissions as he had prior to the pandemic. So, you know, things are looking positive, right? Uh, it's a, it's a fantastic venue that he's holding this thing at. It's probably the best venue in the country, in my opinion. Um, I've been there, I've been there before and, um, and I think everybody's going to love it. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to going back. So one suggestion on your set, Rob, I'm looking every time I look at you through the monitor. Now I see those two purple things back there and I think they're monitors. It, I don't know why it just, Oh, it's only one lamp, but the way the reflection is, it looks like you've got two monitors over there behind you that are, it's just, it's just an optical illusion for me. Oh yeah. Right. So yeah. if I put you up front and center, it looks like a lamp. Yeah, well, it you is know, a lamp. That's right, right. But if I look at to you <laughs> through this thing here, it's like, what the heck? And then I can see. I know what I should do. I should, I should get some sort of print out there that says something right there. It can be like it's a monitor thing, right? I do have the ability to put a black cursor over anything that you put up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't used it already, Todd. No, I haven't blocked the Libson, Libson sign yet. So, <laughs> and, and I haven't seen a blueberry sign. No, there's, yet, there's, so. yeah, there's no one. Yeah, there's not. It's hanging in the other room. So, oh, that's a good place for it. Just, just leave it over there. It's big. <laughs> it's a big one. It's not a small one. So, okay, it doesn't fit real well in here. I could just yeah, put right. it on the monitor back there. That'll solve it. Ah, there you yeah, go. That's. Okay. That's that would be yeah. Would be you, you, you sitting right on top of the blueberry and blueberry <laughs> logo. <laughs> but have oh. we run out of stuff to say? I think we're close to an hour thirty. I here. think so. I think we're. I think we wrapped it up. Yeah. Here's so. another little jingle that they produce for us. Let's see here if I can do the. Uh, let's play this for everybody. Hey. Hey. 
with Todd and Rob. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. And then here's <laughs> here's 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 one of the new slogans for the show. In the afternoon with Todd and Rob, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what we need is, uh, yeah, baby. we need the Steve Austin baby. I mean, that's what baby. we need. <laughs> that's right. The baby. Baby. So, yeah, it's, yep. we're having fun with these little clips here. We've the only one we didn't go through today. We'll save that one for another day. So, right. oh, actually, there's two we didn't get. So, it's all right. Yeah, I think there's a couple of them we didn't, we haven't yep. used yet. <laughs> So we have to decide, actually, oh. which one of these intros are we going to use going forward, because we're probably going to use both of them. So, well, we can right. interchange and we can play with them. So Mix it up. vote for one or vote for two. So I'm going to play the first one, and then we'll, we'll play the second one. And you vote which one you want us to use. Welcome to the New Media Show, where each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, UTC plus four. Todd Cochran and Rob Greenlee take their over 30 combined years of leadership in the podcasting space to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct the current podcasting news, forecasts, trends, and predictions. Now here are your hosts, Academy of Podcasting Hall of Famers, Todd Cochran and Rob Greenlee. With Todd and Rob. See, oh, they, yeah. they throw that in there at the end. That's how I got screwed up earlier. So, yeah. So, which one of those do you do you like? I kind of like the short one actually because it's short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play around with it. We're not played every episode, so. Right. Right. Because um, yeah. I every once in a while on my show, I I'll play my intro too, and then I do it once or twice, and I start getting hate email. They're like, "Come on." That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Short is important. Yeah. So if you so, want to submit a jingle to us, Todd or Rob, it's, uh, we'd love to have it. I'm, of course, I'm Todd at Blueberry.com. I'm at Geek News on Twitter. I'm on Twitter as well, at Rob Greenlee. And uh, you can send me an email if you want, uh, Rob G at Lipson.com. And again, we're not here on, with you on Saturday. I did, Rob, enjoy my Saturday. I got a full day of productive work. It was fantastic. I didn't even yep. sleep in. It was good. So again, we'll be back here Wednesday at three next week. Again, if you yep. have comments on the show, uh, please send them to us. Yes, please. And, uh, anyway, uh, we're, we're out of here. So Rob, we'll see you. See you next Wednesday. And, uh, thanks everybody for watching the live stream today. Definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. We'll see you. Bye-bye.